welcome to another episode of My Duke and I. Hello, Denise. Hello, Anita. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of My Duke and I. So what are we talking about today, Anita? So we're going to be talking about the portrayal of Megan as a trailer trash trying to knife Saint Kate, which is sending shockwaves all over the world. So at what point did a once reputable network like the BBC decide to show the world its racist side? When baby Archie was born, one of its employees depicted the newborn baby as a monkey. The employee was fired, then rehired by the BBC. Less than a month later, it created a show depicting the baby's mother as a black, angry, knife-wielding woman attacking their white English Kate. They asked one of their black employees, a woman from Nigeria, to create the show. At what point does the queen and people of all races say enough? The United Kingdom is well known for its colonial racist past. We're going to be breaking down all of these questions and concerns in today's episode. Absolutely. Yes, this is definitely the big elephant that's all that's been swept under the rug. And I think now the time has come that the rug is bulging and it cannot contain anymore. And so I am happy that we are discussing this because one of the things that um, we do on this podcast is speak about facts. We also know that we cover the Commonwealth countries, 53 Commonwealth countries of which 96% of the people that live there are young people, 35 and under, and they're also people of color, of which the United Kingdom, Queen Elizabeth, is head of state. So when the BBC and all of the UK media blatantly disrespect a woman of color, a biracial woman, the first biracial woman in the royal family, basically, she's they are also disrespecting every single person of color in the 53 commonwealth countries and right now i feel anger i feel disappointment most of all i feel betrayal by the monarch by the queen herself because at 93 years old we don't know how much longer she has left on this earth And I understand that for almost a century, the British family have maintained a code of silence by not speaking to the media. But you know what? We're in the 21st century. This is the age of communication. Communication moves so fast that at the blink of an eye, by the time the words come out of your mouth, it's already circled around the world. Mm -hmm. And so even if she cannot speak out, Mm -hmm. 
then Charles will be the next in line. He should speak out. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't want to speak out, then they need to have a communications person mm -hmm. to speak out about the blatant racism mm -hmm. that's going on in the United Kingdom. And most of all, their, their son, grandson's wife, Megan, Duchess of, Sus of Sussex, who's been made the racial football mm -hmm. for all of the United Kingdom. This is totally unacceptable. Yes, the whole notion of the Queen's motto as say nothing. Yeah, say nothing. That has to stop. Meghan and Harry, to me, is the future of the royal family. Indeed they are. They're the ones that are bringing attention to the royal family right now. Before Meghan entered that family, I hardly hear anybody talk about the royal family. The royal family was as good as dead before Meghan entered the family. The only other person we heard about was Harry. Exactly. The world love him. Exactly. But as far as everyone else, nobody else existed. Exactly. So my thing to them right now, and this is directed to the Queen, she could make a phone call at any moment and say something to the BBC. Charles yeah. could do the same thing as well and tell them that is unacceptable. Yeah, they absolutely could because the BBC is funded by British taxpayers. It's not run by commercials, so there's no advertising companies for people to write to, to boycott. The BBC comes under the umbrella of the United Kingdom government. And so therefore, the Queen has authority to step in. And I think this latest thing has really crossed the line. They've seriously crossed the line. You know, the part that's really, really, I find extremely troubling is that for whatever reason, these white people think they're superior to people of color. Why is that? Are we not all created in God's image? Exactly. Why does one race think that it is superior to another and that it needs to oppress another race in order to survive? Why is that? The British royal family call themselves trying to move into the 21st century. They're trying to get away from their racist colonial past. Mm -hmm. And yet they're allowing Prince Harry's wife, Meghan, to be abused day in and day out by the racist British press. This woman, through her nine months of pregnancy, she was abused by the British press. No one said anything. I'm sure Harry would have said plenty but he said it behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And yes, that's okay because we've seen, you know, we're, we're now getting a glimpse of the results in the lawsuit that was filed, mm -hmm. which I'm hoping there will be more to come. But to make matters worse, mm -hmm. the so-called future heir to the throne, mm -hmm. William, it was told that he sanctioned this smear against his brother's wife. Mm -hmm. 
all of these racial attacks the 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 uk times said was sanctioned meaning william gave them the okay to do that mm-hmm. so which now you, is mm-hmm. is there no one there that can stop william of course the queen has authority to stop william so that tells me that she really doesn't want to yeah and william in all his 37 years as being a royal hasn't done anything for the british royal family for this monarchy neither has he done anything for the people of the commonwealth exactly leave it up to william everyone will be calling for the abolishment of the monarchy exactly and here you have harry who's done everything literally made them relevant has married this woman and you're telling me that the queen prince charles cannot step up and at least say this is unacceptable at this point it has gone too far the queen is loved by everybody they will listen to her if she speaks up and it's about time this is the 21st century it's no longer bowing down and accepting the status quo now it's time to speak up it has gone too far not only are you affecting Megan, but you're putting out a negative portrayal of people all over the world. What kind of impression do you want to leave at 93 years old? Basically, what they're saying is they don't give a damn about people of color. Because imagine a young black girl, a biracial black girl, a non-white black girl seeing that kind of portrayal of an educated Mm well-rounded young black woman married into the royal family who they now call their princess imagine seeing her depicted Mm -hmm. as some angry knife wielding black woman Mm -hmm. especially when when knife crime Mm -hmm. has become an epidemic Mm -hmm. in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Imagine the message that they're sending Mm -hmm. to young people. Here it is, William and Kate are talking about mental health Mm -hmm. when they Mm single-handedly are responsible for the mental health problems that's going on right now Mm -hmm. in the United Kingdom. Children their son's age, George's age, are watching this. This is the kind of filth that Mm -hmm. their parents have sanctioned for their aunt because megan is their aunt by marriage they have given the british press okay to depict depict their aunt as a knife wielding angry black woman that's about to attack their mother Mm -hmm. how disgraceful and despicable is that Mm -hmm. yes i mean the bbc the bbc is worldwide the BBC is like the last credible source of information in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of filth mm-hmm. that the editor and the CEO mm-hmm. of the BBC have allowed on their airtime. Not the good the good work of what Harry or Meghan have done. Mm-hmm. Not the difference they're making in fighting knife crime in Britain mm-hmm. and trying to lift up the young people of Britain, but Mm -hmm. as they're building these vile 
barbaric people are tearing them down. Very interesting how you put it because Prince Harry, who's met with so many communities in London, in England, trying to combat the very same thing that people are putting on a pedestal. It's what they're essentially saying. It's okay to take a knife and chop somebody up. Yes, and they've taken it right into the palace. Imagine that. Interesting. They've taken it right inside of the palace. And then they wonder why there's so many mentally ill people in Great Britain. They're the source of it. There's the one, they're the ones that's causing it. You know, I spent over a month in Britain and between the weather and all the filthy crap that go that that they show on their television, there's nothing there to uplift the people. There's nothing there to uplift the young people. Because if you're a young person stuck indoors because of weather and you turn your television on, this is the kind of filth that they show. And then they wonder why there's a mental health problem there. They wonder why their population is turning on each other like a bunch of cannibals. This is the reason. What they don't realize is when you de dehumanize a person, when you constantly tear them down, it's depressing, it's vile, it's inhumane. And this is what the British have done for centuries. This is how the monarchy was built. And you would think that now in the 21st century, where people are supposed to be more civilized in this age of communication, mm -hmm. they would have learned something. You would think that even from America, remember, England, Great Britain, mm -hmm. the United Kingdom, all the name that Britain call itself mm -hmm. was once mother to America. Mm -hmm. And just like how in life, a mother is her child's first teacher. America learned all of his racist, barbaric behavior from Mother England. Think about that for a minute. All the racism that we see now in America was taught to America by the once Great Britain. And if somebody may be asking, remember colonization of the United States came from Britain? Yep, it absolutely did. The roots of America, the beginning of America, is from Great Britain. Yes. So that's how that's the relationship. That is it. What I want to say is that most young people form their ideals, their self-worth, their self-esteem. They develop that from what they see on television. So when exactly. you're portraying Duchess Meghan as knife-wielding, that is the message that you're sending out to young people out there. When you're saying that she is ghetto, you're telling these people that they're ghetto as well. Basically what, what they're saying to the young people is no matter how educated you are, how much you've um, advanced yourself in a career, it's worth nothing because you're still viewed as trailer trash, mm -hmm. as they put it. Mm -hmm. This is basically the message they're sending to their young people. Don't even bother to get an education mm -hmm. because it makes no difference how far you get. This is how we see you. Mm -hmm. That is the message Britain is sending to its young people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Blacks are angry. They cannot articulate their thoughts. They always want to fight. Imagine a young person watching that show, what you've just done to them mentally, emotionally, 
spiritually. Think about that for a minute, Anita. Think about what the BBC have just done, not just to the children, the young people of the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. but 2.5 billion young people in the 53 Commonwealth countries. Think about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. This is the ambassador. Meghan and Harry are ambassadors to 2.5 billion young people. And here you are dehumanizing this young woman who has worked hard. She put herself through university. She earned a career. When Kate was busy chasing William from one town to another, from London to St. Andrews in Scotland, Megan was getting educated and getting a career, building herself up, doing humanitarian work reaching out to the people that were less fortunate Mm, and they had the audacity to tear her down because she just so happened to have one of her parents black that was not her choice she did not choose who her parents ought to be and even if she did choose her parents what is wrong with being a black person what is wrong with having your skin as black Can any of us choose the color of our skin? Can anyone choose the color of their skin? Why is it that some white people think if you're not pale, you're worthless when no one can create a skin color? It's quite disturbing. Yeah, it's extremely, it's extremely disturbing. And as the listeners can probably see that this is not sitting well with me at Mm. all. Absolutely. It shouldn't sit well with anyone. Anybody that is okay with this, uh, I I cannot empathize with them because this is thoroughly disgusting. And another thing again that I notice is showing that women of color are paranoid. That stereotype is another thing that came up in all of this. Now, when you send a message like this to impressionable young people, what you're doing, you're not helping you're making the problem worse. Something that you really want to solve. You want to solve, people already have a hard time talking about the mental health issue. When you're telling them they're paranoid, what are they going to do? If they really have a problem, what are they going to do? They're going to keep all of this. They're going to bottle all of this up. And one day, what is going to happen? They're going to explode. But you know, another thing that came out of this, Anita, Britain's old conquering divide method of doing things. Back in the days when Britain colonized the continents, especially Africa, what they did, they went there and they sowed seeds of discord among the African tribes. And they got African leaders to sell their own people into slavery. Yeah? Fast forward that to now the 21st century. This show that the BBC created, they had a black woman from the continent of Africa, a country, Nigeria, to create this show. This is what they did. They used one of their African employee Mm -hmm. from Nigeria to be the creator of this show, Mm -hmm. to tear down a woman Mm -hmm. of color. That is blatant racism there. You know why? Because they want to walk away acting like their hand is clean. No, it's black on black crime. This is exactly what they have done throughout history. And this woman was foolish enough to play right into their hands. I don't care how much money she was offered or what position she was offered to do that. 
she should have looked them in the face and said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Knowing mm-hmm. what Britain did to her people in that continent, mm-hmm. knowing that Britain is still trying to make its way back into the continent of Africa Mm -hmm. for survival. That woman should have looked at the BBC and said, no, I -hmm. refuse to do that. But like a fool, she fell right into the palm of their hands Mm -hmm. and not just betrayed herself, her country, but a whole race of people. Mm -hmm. Because what she showed herself to be Mm -hmm. is a self-loathing black woman this is very interesting because every all the stereotypes are playing out you know there's a thing they call black on black crime this woman Mm. has just validated that yes she has she has by taking on that role yep she certainly has and and everybody else walked away with their hands clean yes yes that's the division and conquer that's the yep divide and conquer. no the brit the british people are really good at this because throughout their history of colonial, colonialism and racism, this mm-hmm. is what they've done. Divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what they're doing now. Now, they keep, they're saying that later on this year, um, Harry and Meghan are supposed to do a tour, a tour of Africa. Mm-hmm. So what are they doing? Are they laying the groundwork? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that what they're doing? <laughs> they're laying the groundwork for this tour by dehumanizing Megan, before she take her child and husband to Africa on mm-hmm. a tour, is that what they're doing? I mean, every single person that's listening to this, mm-hmm. whether in the United States or any of the Commonwealth countries, I hope they will definitely let the BBC know what they're feeling about this right now, because mm-hmm. this is outrageous. It, they should all be complaining and boycotting. Yes, and at, at, at the end of our show, we do have a link mm-hmm. where people can actually complain to the BBC. And they may not allow you to put all you need to say on the link, but supposedly they will respond to you through email. Mm-hmm. And I personally, when I get my response, I will be using my I will be using that email to send a letter. And also, I will the same email that I send to the BBC, I will make sure that I send a copy of that to Clarence House and to the royal family, as we all should, because they need to know that this is a different era. This is the 21st century, the age of communication. And as a people, we have the right to communicate our feelings, to let them know that they may want to go back in time, but we will not be going back in time. Exactly. So the monarchy can go back as, as much as it wants. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're not going to take everybody else along with you. Exactly. You can take all the racist people with you. But as for the rest of us, we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to sit by and not speak up. Nope. We're not going to let sit by and watch you dehumanize Megan, terrorize her husband, harass her their child, mm-hmm. threaten their child. I mean, the BBC was the one that said that Nazis threatened Harry. Two kids were in prison this week for threatening him. And then they turn around and reward the Nazi mm-hmm. by putting this racist program out for them to see. So basically what they've done is just give them a little pat on the back. And just like how they they call themselves secretly 
rehiring the their employee that depicted the baby as a monkey. Mm -hmm. They secretly rehired him. Who knows if they won't secretly get these two murderers out of jail? Because at this point, I wouldn't put anything past them. I mean, just say the BBC. <laughs> I still cannot get over this is the BBC. British Broadcasting Corporation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you think of the BBC, you want to liken it. If you're an American listener, you want to liken it to PBS. Yes. You would never see something like this on PBS. Nope. And yet you're seeing this over there in public television. I mean, this network bears the British name. And this is what you're seeing from it. You know, this is really, the, it's, it's just, it's just horrible. Yes. It's just something else, you know, to this portray, And it doesn't end there. It's like also to, I get the feeling of all of the stereotypes that is being played out about black young girls and women. Asking the character that plays Megan about her father. You know, there's something called black girls um, with daddy issues. Those are stereotypes that they're playing out. It's so disturbing. It is so disturbing for young, impressionable people. Well, I say it's, just, it's disgraceful on all fronts. Mm -hmm. And what the British people have done, they have completely aired their filthy, dirty, racist laundry on the world stage. Because, you know... There was a time when no one outside of the UK would have even heard of that. But today, because of social media, like I said, by the time the word is out of your mouth, it's all around the globe. And this is what has happened. Yeah. Is... Yes. They, they may censor information somewhat in the United Kingdom, but it doesn't stop it from getting outside. This would be, if this was shown in America with those stereotypes that we're talking about. I, I've never seen anything like this on American television. No. Nope. I haven't seen that. No. I haven't seen anything like this. This would never get past any of the networks. Nope. So you must have an appetite. There must be an audience for that kind of thing. I'm there, sure if you, I'm sure. In Britain. In Britain, there's an audience. Even in the United States, there would be an audience. But does that give you the excuse mm -hmm. to appeal to the darkest, most evil side of people? Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Just because people have an appetite mm -hmm. for vileness, mm -hmm. does that mean that you, you feed it to them? Aren't you supposed to lift up the people in your society, especially as a tax-funded broadcasting company? Mm -hmm. Are you not supposed to be able to feed positive things to the nation? Yeah. Instead, you are going to appeal to the darkest, most mm -hmm. violent, mentally deranged side mm -hmm. of your society. Mm -hmm. What kind of a barbaric nation does that? Hmm. And there are some people who will not be able to see, uh, as you said, they're appealing to those people. Those, there are some people whose minds already are made up. And this is all they, they've thought of, of people of color. And what you have given them is ammunition to act upon their feelings. Yeah. You're feeding into their psyche. On one hand, you're saying, oh, the people in my country, they're all mad. They're crazy. And then the next, on the next breath, mm -hmm. you're feeding them. It's like, you know, fuel on dry log. You fuel it and then 
when a match strike it and it start blazing, then you wonder why. Definitely. They've been they've emboldened yes. those people that are underground waiting. This is like the go ahead. Let's go ahead and hate. Well, this is what white supremacy is all about, is mm-hmm. it not? And is this what the Brexit crowd is? These are white supremacists. And now it's rearing its ugly head mm-hmm. at the BBC, even in the in even in the palace mm-hmm. behind the palace walls because if william as the new york the uk times said mm-hmm. gave the okay for all of this that that that's telling me a lot about him mm-hmm. and i'm sure diana must be turning over in her grave right now mm-hmm. that her son has a very vile and evil side to him mm-hmm. her eldest son future heir of the of the British throne, as they often remind people on on social media, the future king and queen consort seem to be very racist and very vile if they in fact orchestrated this smear campaign against William's younger brother and his wife. Does he really think he'll make a good king by doing this? Does he really think that people will even love him anymore? Not to mention that the head of the head of the monarch really have no real power. Mm. This is not bloody 18th century where they have the power. They can't send anybody to the tower and have them beheaded or make any rules without parliament. Mm. They're nothing. And I'm thinking right now, if anything, William needs Harry and Meghan because I'm thinking without Harry and Meghan, there's no British monarchy. There will not be any. And I hope Harry and Meghan will seriously think, seriously, seriously think of taking their baby and walking away from this at some point. Because you know what? Why should they raise raise, raise their child in, in a racist like country, mm-hmm. an environment like that? With no respect for, her, no respect. for their mother. Why Meghan? would they want to put their child through mm-hmm. that? Britain is a racist country. It's the mother of racism. It traded racism across the world. The United Kingdom did that. And even though they laid low for a while and pretended as if they were such a uppity nation, mm-hmm. it turns out that they're still in the gutter of racism. You are what you are. <laughs> you yeah. know? So even though you try to hide it, eventually it will surface. Yeah. And it's sure raising its ugly head. I mean, mm-hmm. between all of the royal reporters that mm-hmm. they have, mm-hmm. all of the royal reporters, every single one of them, mm-hmm. ITV, which is the other major network, mm-hmm. and the last network that we thought had an ounce of credibility mm-hmm. turns out to be even more vile mm-hmm. than the other network they have there the one you least expected from yeah it's turning out to be worse can you imagine i'm sure a lot of young people in britain is thinking of the bbc as something as a net a, a credible network and here they Wait are work for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and here they are witnessing this yeah well i tell you i remember there was a point when Donald Trump was elected and I thought I said to my husband I think we should go back to the UK we should move there and live there and then 
after seeing all of the stuff that they've done to Megan, my husband has looked at me and said, why would we go and live in a country that's more racist than the one we're in? Mm -hmm. And even though I have family there, I have relatives there, I couldn't give them an answer. There was absolutely no reason for us to leave this country to go to another one that's more racist than what we're living in right now. Yeah, and that is shameful. And like I said, last time I checked, her Royal Majesty the Queen was still head of the United Kingdom and 53 Commonwealth countries. And yes, she's 93 years old, but she still have her mind together. She's still the head of the monarch, and therefore she has a responsibility not just to her family, but to her nation and to the 53 Commonwealth countries to rein in her grandson, William, and rein in the BBC and all reporters that enter the palace for information. Yes, there's freedom of press and all of that, but this freedom of press they've actually crossed the line. And it's, it's, it's not acceptable. It is just not acceptable. Absolutely. And um, we can do something about it. We could talk about it as we're doing here to our listeners. They can file complaints to those people out in Britain. They could not watch the show, but we cannot allow, we cannot sit there and be, a, and be complicit. Complacent. Yep. To Can this type of racism. Meghan is bringing in a lot of money to the British economy. Think about oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's an asset. She's an asset. Let us respect that. Yeah. And stop putting her down. And not only putting her down, putting a whole Race group of people. of people down and telling them they're not good enough or they don't measure to a particular standard. And no matter how good you are, you will never be good enough. And what is that standard, by the way? Megan is the most educated person in that bloody royal family. She is the most educated. This woman has a double degree from Northwestern University. She speaks three languages. She entered the royal family with her own millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Not one, not two, not three, but more than seven million dollars. Mm -hmm. She didn't go in there a pauper. Kate mm -hmm. did. There's Saint Kate did. For 10 years, Kate waited on William. For another eight years, she's been married. And what, is, what has she done for the royal family in 18 years? Yes, she's pushed out three kids, mm -hmm. but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do that. Mm. What has she given back? Mm -hmm. She wear all these expensive um, dresses funded by the British taxpayers. Mm. She hasn't earned one cent of it. Mm. And yet, when Meghan wear her own clothes that she worked hard and bought before she even married into the family, they criticize, mm -hmm. they triple mark up the price of her clothes mm -hmm. and say all manner of things about her. Mm -hmm. And yet this woman worked and earned every single cent. Mm -hmm. And since she's been in the family, she has earned every single cent. Mm -hmm. She's not living off that family for free. She's earned every penny. Mm -hmm. 
And Cato has done absolutely nothing, as one newspaper there correctly said, all she, all she has done is breed and blow dry her hair. This is what the Guardian paper said. That's basically all she has done. Now they're lifting her higher than the sky and tearing down the woman that's actually doing something for the family. Mm -hmm. Why do they even have to pit two women against each other? Mm -hmm. Why? Is this a bloody game? It's telling me that, you know, in addition to racism, sexism is also a big problem in the United mm -hmm. Kingdom. They have no respect for women. They have no respect for women. Absolutely. And William, who's supposed to be from the younger generation, you would think that he would be speaking out against this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like his brother Harry is. But how can you speak up out against something when your hands are in it? Well, that's the whole point. Because he's the one that's given the press the okay on this. Mm -hmm. He's grinning with them every day and coming up with new ways, reinventing ways to tear down his sister-in-law. And you know what's even sadder, Anita? When Kate came in the family, Harry welcomed her with open arms. Mm -hmm. He said she was like the sister he never had. Mm -hmm. And yet, they have not done the same for him. Mm -hmm. They have not done the same to welcome his wife. And that is really, really sad. That is really sad. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy that the queen, although right now I'm questioning her actions, that she's passed on the Commonwealth to Harry and Meghan because I cannot imagine William facing the people of the Commonwealth nations where majority of them are people of color and to have those negative stereotypes and to telling I, them that they're not good enough. How can you face people and telling them you have their backs or you're there for them when you're already made it very clear that they're not good enough? They don't fit your standard. And no matter how hard they work, they'll never be good enough. Yeah. And then his wife used them as photo props. Mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, she had these little black kids around her using them as a photo prop. Now, if I were those kids' mother, I would really be upset. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Making them, um, trying to give the impression that, um, that they are not racist. That they, they love are, people of color. You can see it every day. You but can see it every are. day. You know, there's an old saying that says, um, charity begins at home. Absolutely. And we've seen what they've done in mm -hmm. their own home mm -hmm. by the way they've treated Megan. Mm -hmm. We've seen it. Mm -hmm. You know, the other day it was reported that William was having that William is having an affair with someone. And William's lawyers came out and wrote and threatened the press with human rights violation. They <laughs> The, rep the press reported that William's lawyers wrote and said that if they reported anything on this affair with this woman he was having, they would be sued for violating mm -hmm. his human rights. Mm -hmm. And yet, mm -hmm. 
his sister-in-law and her unborn baby was abused every day for the nine months of pregnancy. Megan was abused by the British press and not one lawyer wrote to them tell them that they were abusing her human rights mm -hmm. or the human rights of her unborn child or even the human rights of the father of her child. Mm -hmm. In fact, during that same period of time, that's when there was a threat against Harry's life. And not one lawyer went out and said his human rights was being violated. Mm -hmm. But he, William having an affair with some woman, his rights has been violated. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> and here somebody's life is threatened. Yeah. And I don't know which is higher. Your somebody's life or a relationship, reporting on a relationship that Committing somebody's having. Is, is a human rights according to the British. Yeah. According to William's lawyers and the British press, infidelity is a human rights. An unborn child, its mother and father being threatened and abused daily is not a human rights violation, but infidelity is. So on that note, um, Denise, I just want to let people know that normally our episodes are informative, but we could not sit by and allow Megan to be abused by a whole nation. We will not have it. And no. our tone may be different today because we're not going to sit by and allow Megan to be dehumanized by a nation. We are going to speak up. And yes. as Megan says, um, sometimes we think our voice is too small and nobody's going to hear us, but we should still speak up. Yes. 11-year-old Megan, 11-year-old Megan said, if you see something, do something. Absolutely. At 11 years old, she picked up her pen and she wrote a, to the company that put on a sexist commercial. At 11 years old, she did that. Mm -hmm. And she caused the industry to stop dehumanizing women because that commercial was portraying women as being good for nothing but to stay home and wash dishes at the sink all the time. And 11-year-old Megan saw the wrong in that mm -hmm. and picked up her pen and wrote a letter to Procter & Gamble, wrote a letter to the then First Lady of the United States, mm -hmm. to the State Attorney General mm -hmm. and the CEO of the company, mm -hmm. and that commercial within a month had changed. So basically what we're saying to you, when we see things like this mm -hmm. going on, we should not be silent about it. Mm -hmm. And as my Duke and I are trying to bring attention to the Commonwealth countries, I think it's important for the Commonwealth countries to speak out. Because after all, this is your ambassador. Harry and Meghan are your ambassadors. They're helping to empower the young people of the Commonwealth countries. And it is not right for any of us to sit by and watch this day in and day out racial abuse going on and just sit back and be complacent and say nothing. Collectively, we need to make our voices heard. And especially as the United Kingdom continue their Brexit debacle, where they're expecting the 53 Commonwealth nations to sustain them after they leave the EU, we cannot sit by 
and stay silent when we see them treating people of color inhumane, demonizing them, Mm -hmm. smearing them Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Because when they do that to Megan, Mm -hmm. they're doing it to every single person Mm -hmm. of color, whether you're black, white, light skin, yellow, whatever Mm -hmm. you are, biracial. When they attack her, Mm -hmm. they're also attacking you. Mm -hmm. They're attacking your children and your grandchildren and your children to come. So, yeah, we we have to speak out about it. On that note, I'd like to shout out to Mm -hmm. the other two podcasts that will also be speaking out against Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Sussex Squad podcast Mm -hmm. and the Sussex Set podcast those two podcasts a wonderful woman mm-hmm. tina and michelle from sussex sussex squad podcast and v from sussex set podcast along with my duke and i all three podcasts we're all here to represent the sussexes in different ways covering different topics but we feel an urgency that each and every one of us have to inform our listeners out there of what is going on in the United Kingdom and encourage each and every one to take a stand and to let your voices be heard. At the end of this broadcast, we will post on our website and I think um, on our Twitter handle the link to the BBC where you can complain And um, I think, Anita, we should also put the address to Clarence House Mm -hmm. where people can actually write letters. And I say flood them with letters and let them know that it's not okay for them not to protect Meghan and Harry. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Harry and Meghan are married. They're husband and wife. And when when they hurt her, they're also hurting him. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing, they're using Meghan to hurt Harry. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And now their son, their baby son. Yeah. So this is not just about Megan. It's it's about her husband, too. Because Mm -hmm. when two people get married, they're one. Mm -hmm. They're one. They got married for life. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, we should not leave Harry out of this battle. Because he's been hurt. And he's been been silenced just as Megan is. Mm Mm-hmm. He really is. And so, therefore, we have to fight for him, too. Mm -hmm. And as Megan said, it's really important that we speak up and get involved and let our voices be heard. So get your pens, get your laptops, whatever you can get, and let your voices be heard. We should not sit down and accept the status quo. This is the 21st century. Exactly. We, We can make a difference. And it starts with speaking out. Yeah. And, you know, for those of you listening, for for whatever reason you cannot get on the website, the address is Clarence House, and it's spelled C-L-A-R-E-N-C-E, House, H-O-U-S-E, Clarence House, and it's London, S-W-1-A-1-B-A. Again, Clarence House, C-L-A-R-E-N-C-E, House, H-O-U-S-E, London, S-W-1-A-1-B-A. And you can write that, attention, 
Prince Charles. Attention, Prince Charles. Because after the queen, he will be king. Megan is his daughter-in-law. The world witnessed him walk Megan down the aisle to marry his son, Harry. And we can petition him to speak out on behalf of us. Mm-hmm. Whether his 93-year-old mother, the queen, decide to or not, he's certainly next in line, and we can beseech him to do something. So I'm urging you to write. If you don't have access to a computer, you can certainly write to them as well as to the BBC and let them know that this is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I would say write to the mayor of London too, mm-hmm. because this is happening in London. Mm-hmm. And I can find the, the address for the mayor of London and put that up on our Twitter page, because the mayor of London can certainly petition the prime, whoever becomes prime minister, and even Buckingham Palace themselves to do something. So, yes, it's time, folks, to take action mm-hmm. and let them know, as people of color, we're not going to be silent. So, on that note, if you have a comment on our next episode, we're hoping to respond to your comments or questions. So, please leave us your comment or questions at com or on our Twitter account, Absolutely. And we're sorry that we didn't get to people's questions this time, but I promise you we will answer the questions that we've received so far. We will answer them, but we felt a a sense of urgency that we needed to address this blatant racism that's been going on for almost three years with our Duchess of Sussex. So on that note, we'll say adieu until we meet again. (music) 